do I announce once again, Mataji? No, no, it's okay. Okay. Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisance. I go to Srila Prabhupada. I go to Guru Maharaj. So nice with the Zoom session. We're going to start our class now. I hope I am audible. I think I should put it full volume or put it full volume. Yeah, that's it. So before we start, let's pray. So today we are um, starting with Bhagavatam Canto 6, chapter 7, verse number 25. Yes. Tadvishwarupam Utasya karma. Chapter 6, Chapter 7, Verse 25, Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. O demigods, I instruct you to approach Vishwarupa, the son of Vashta, and accept him as your guru. He is pure and very powerful Brahmana, undergoing austerity and penances. Pleased by your worship, he will fulfill your desires, provided that you tolerate his provided provided that you tolerate his being inclined to side with the demons. Lord Brahma advised the demigods to accept the son of Tvashta as their spiritual master, although he was always inclined toward the benefit of the Asuras. So um, Brahma is advising. Now you know the storyline that Indra has again offended his spiritual master due to his material opulence, being puffed up. Though he knew his spiritual master came, he offended. Now, as a result, he even regretted after his spiritual master disappeared. He even regretted, but now he has to do something about it. So when they went to Brahma 
um, out of fear of demons, Brahma said, even my position is shaky because demons have worshipped their spiritual master. So now he has suggested that now you better go and approach Vishwarupa, who is the son of Tvashta. And um, yes, you know, when when a um, disciple accepts spiritual master is when we feel that he's bona fide, he's in the parampara. And I can accept him. I can be submissive with him. I can um, um, accept his superior position, you know. But suppose if we have a doubt about sure. the spiritual master, that he is not going to be on our side, he's going to be on demon's side, um, then we may not feel inclined to take them as spiritual master. That's why Brahma is warning, doesn't matter. Even if he is inclined to the asuras, it's all right. You still go and um, accept him as your spiritual master. Although he can always be, he will always be inclined to the asuras. So that was the point. So, but um, now what happens as a result? It continues. The storyline continues. Text 26. Canto 6, chapter 7, text 26. Shri Shukavacha Taiva Mudita Rajan Brahmana Vigata Jwara Rishim Tvashtram Upavrijya Parishvajidam Abruvan Canto 6, chapter 7, verse 26. Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Sri Shukadev Goswami continued. Thus advised by Lord Brahma and relieved of their anxiety, all the demigods went to the went to the sage Vishwarupa, the son of Tvashta. My dear king, they embraced him and spoke as follows. So it's very clear. There's no purport. Um, you can see that <coughs> one minute. You can see that as per Lord's advice, Lord Brahma's advice, the demigods, they have seen, they, they are uh, very, um, very, very highly sattvic people, right? demigods. They're devotees also, they're Vaishnavas also, of Krishna. Uh, that's why they're given that power actually to rule. But they're mixed devotees, they're not pure devotees. So um, they have that high respect for Lord Brahma. And so hearing that they trusted Brahma's words. So they are relieved of anxiety. And uh, one minute. Relieved of their anxiety. All the demigods went to the sage Vishwarupa. And um, since they trust that Vishwarupa is a very nice person, he's advised by Brahma to be our spiritual master. They're very happy to meet him. They embrace because from their embrace, it appears like you know whom we embrace and to whom we pay obeisances. We pay obeisances to someone senior to us by age or by position. And we embrace someone who is younger than us. So it's very clear that Vishwarupa was like a son for them. Then, so, though young, they are going to accept him as spiritual master. So they embraced him. And then, what did they speak? Text 27, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 27. Shri Deva Uchuhu Vayamti Titya Prapta Ashramam Bhadramastute Kama Sampadhyatam Tata Pitranam Samayochitaha 
Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 27, Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. The demigod said, Beloved Vishwarupa, may there be all good fortune for you. We, the demigods, have come to your ashrama as your guests. Please try to fulfill our desires according to the time we according to the time since we are on the level of your parents. You see? So he was on the level of a child for them. So uh, here you can see there's no purport again. So the demigods um, are speaking to Vishwarupa first by blessing him, by embracing him first, then blessing him. And then they are placing their request. They are saying that uh, why he should fulfill the desire is Aditi Devabhava. They have come as guests. So now, according to time, please fulfill our desires. So it is told that the duty of a son, you know, the duty of a son is to fulfill the desire of parents, the needs of the parents, even if he has sons. So now if he does not have sons, then of course he has to take care of the parents' needs. So devatas are telling we are like your parents. So please fulfill our desires. And that too, they are coming under the order of Brahma. So they have all the right to say that and uh, it's his duty to accept. Let's see but what happens. Canto 6, chapter 7, text 28. Putranam hi paro dharma pitra sushrushanam satam api putravatam brahman kim uta brahmacharinam. Canto 6, chapter 7, text 28. Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. O Brahmana. The highest duty of a son, even though he has sons of his own, is to serve his parents. And what to speak of a son who is a brahmachari? Yes, we just now spoke about this, right? So that's it, you know. So which means he had to fulfill the orders of the devatas. Now, um, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 28. The 28, we, we finished. We finished that. Did I, did I read? I think I'm so sorry. I directly went to the translation. I didn't read the verse. So I'll read now 28, 29 and 30. The translation I already read. It spoke about what is the highest duty of a son is to take care of the parents. Now we go to 29 and 30th verse. Brahmano Murti Pita Murti Prajapate Brata Marutpatir Murtir Mata Sakshat Shitishtanu Dayaya Bhagini Murtir Dharmasyat Matiti Swayam Agnir Abhyagato Murti Sarvabhutati Chatmanaha. No? Chapter 6, Chapter 7, um, Text 29 and 30, Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Sorry, I have some problem with the throat, so I keep drinking some hot water. The Acharya, the spiritual master, who teaches all the Vedic knowledge and gives initiation by offering the secret thread 
is the personification of the Vedas. Similarly, father personifies Lord Brahma, a brother, King Indra, a mother, the planet Earth, and a sister, Mercy. A guest personifies religious principles. An invited guest personifies the demigod Agni. And all living entities personify Lord Vishnu, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jai Srila Prabhupada. According to the moral instructions of Chanakya Pandita, Atmavat Sarva Bhuteshu, one should observe all living entities to be on the same level as oneself. This means that no one should be neglected as inferior because Paramatma is seated in everyone's body. Everyone should be respected as a temple of Supreme Personality of Godhead. This verse describes the different ways in which one should respect a guru, a father, a brother, a sister, a guest and so on. So this is a very, very, very beautiful um, purport um, if you can understand to the depth. Because this purport can save marriages. This purport can stop divorces. This purport can build beautiful relationships with one's own children, kith and kin, with one's own parents and in-laws and with the neighbors and with those who consider themselves as our enemies. Means we don't consider anybody as enemies because, very simple, Prabhupada has told that we should, as Chanakya Pandita says, we should treat everybody on the same level as us. First thing, we treat everybody on the same level as us. Means no looking down upon, no speaking harshly, no speaking disrespectfully. When we treat someone on the same level as us, we will treat them the way we expect them to treat us. Which means we will give respect. We will treat them with affection. We will not look down upon. We will not offend. Alas, Prabhupada says, Paramatma is seated in everyone's, everyone's body. Everyone should be respected as a temple of Supreme Personality of Godhead. Which means we should say, that's why in India we say Namaste with folded hands. We fold hands in front of the Lord and we fold hands in front of anybody whom we think is godly. But Prabhupada is saying everyone has God seated in their hearts. Prabhupada is saying Paramatma is sitting in everybody's hearts. So if Paramatma or Vishnu is sitting in the heart of everybody, isn't every heart a temple? If heart is a temple, one who is walking around with that heart, that whole body is a temple in which the heart becomes the Garbhagudi or the internal place where God is literally sitting as a Archa Vigraha. So if everybody is a walking temple, is a mobile temple, movable temple, then the respect that we give to God in the temple, we have to give respect to every single people around us, person around us, because they are all walking temples where Paramatma is seated next to them. So uh, I would keep touching the screen so that if the phone goes off, then uh, I used to get disconnected in that app. I don't know what will happen in this app. So now, um, 
that is the that's the beauty you know if you are giving respect to your wife will you ever fight with her if you are giving and and this instruction first goes to every husband more than the wife because wives are naturally more influenced by rajoguna and tamoguna so naturally they can be little angry they can be little mean but every husband is influenced more by satwaguna therefore you will notice that even krishna's wife rukmini uh, or satyabama uh, they would fight rukmini fought and she walked out of the house and krishna had to run behind him and he becomes pandranga and gets worship there <laughs> uh, so um, you know uh, krishna literally taught how to pacify he did not teach husbands to fight and from krishna's episodes of grahastashrama we know that the wives fought krishna didn't his wives fought with him but krishna didn't so it's a lesson for everybody that krishna was superior if krishna fought then he would be a woman <laughs> you know uh, it's a nature of a woman to be angry to be mean to fight it's a nature but vaishnavis are higher vaishnavis will conquer that um, you know the three modes because they will live to serve krishna so you vaishnavis you are not coming under that category you are getting up early in the morning to serve krishna so you are not ordinary but i'm talking about the normal ordinary women so their husbands you know they have ha- they have to have complete peace and control over their senses then they can control their wife's anger also you know so um, and that they can do if those husbands become god conscious and they start seeing god inside the heart of the wives then they can respect the wives they can love the wives more than respect because woman wants not respect but she wants to be loved man wants not love but he wants to be respected um yes generally generally that's how it is and sometimes um, men also can be quite um, emotion seeking love seeking you know affection seeking um so everybody whatever they seek whatever is their need is a duty of the husband or the wife to fulfill it by seeing that they are also krishna given gifts moreover krishna is sitting in their hearts as paramatma so they have to get respect so even if the wife is very quarrelsome if the husband just understands this purport that paramatma is sitting in her heart and he is allowing paramatma is allowing her to misbehave with me then who am i to fight with her why should i go against paramatma's choice of giving her freedom by i cutting down her freedom you got it right if paramatma is giving my wife the freedom to fight with me then why i should cut down you know my wife's freedom which paramatma has given to her so saying he should intelligently help the wife to upgrade herself from tamoguna to rajoguna and he should intelligently endeavor to lovingly motivate her to inspire her come from angry levels of rajoguna to satvik levels of respecting him when he helps her he will command respect when he behaves in this way he will command respect every wife who has a husband like this she will worship him from the heart she will adore him being sentimental women are emotional so when they see that their husband is so good that he is doing everything to help them to come out of their frustration they will see him like the 
biggest hero like god you know that is when the husband will become the god of the wife and she'll give him so much respect out of her gratitude and out of her childlike you know women and children are childlike men are quite uh, mature because women are quite emotional they are not very practical men are very practical they are not very emotional means men are rational women are emotional so emotional women they will end up giving so much respect to their husbands if their husbands are having full control on their anger so women will start seeing krishna in the husband automatically if the husband behaves like a guru by by uplifting the wife with all other means other than anger frustration and negative emotions if a husband without using negative emotions in a positive way if he helps his wife to become a cheerful person getting uplifted from her levels of frustration from her levels of depression and disappointment if he makes her feel uh, happy and uh, feel loved if he makes her feel completely satisfied just because of the presence of the husband then the wife will obviously see krishna in the husband easily she'll feel he's my everything means indirectly she'll treat him like god and the husband should see that he's she is krishna sent gift for me for my purification for my tolerance levels to be increased for my maturity to increase krishna sent this gift and he sees krishna in her and respects her then how can there be a divorce but these days a man becomes a woman because of um, becoming the servant of anger and a woman anyway is a servant of anger and they both fight love at love at first sight divorce at first fight happens these days if that should not happen then we have to follow this purport as as told by chanakya pandita giving him the means we should see them on equal level if not if we can see them as krishna sent gift and we can treasure them much above us that is much much better every wife should seek her husband should see her husband as krishna given and value him even if he's a devotee or a non devotee if he's a drunkard or if he's a teetotaler does not matter once we are married we have to see them with full respect because they are krishna given and then there will be hardly any fights and once a man is married he has to treat his wife as krishna given and see the presence of paramatma in her heart and value her good even in the bad you see the good and help her to come out of the bad then you become a real husband because that husband is a husband who can uplift the wife and and motivate her to do her sadhana so nicely that she has to go back to god at, at the end of this life that one is a husband so that one is a mother who can motivate her children to go back to godhead by uplifting their conscience to do the sadhana which is expected from the spiritual master that one is a mother that one is a husband who can uplift his wife that one is a guru who can uplift his disciples that one is a demigod who can uplift their followers to go back to godhead so this is the rule of shrimad bhagavatam this is the rule of the shastras from the fifth canto i think fifth chapter or some 35th verse or something i'm not too sure of the verse number or 18th verse something 
you know um, so so if we have to see our family members as uh, krishna given you know and then we should know shastras in the first place we should be doing daily shastra studies then only we get to know prabhupada's nectarian purports which will save our relationships so now we move to the next verse canto 6 chapter 7 text 31 tasmat pitrinam artanam artim para parabhavam tapasapanayam stata sandesham kartub arhasi your austerities please fulfill our prayers so you see the devatas are addressing him as their son and um, and requesting him to help them come out of their distress what happens later canto 6 chapter 7 text 32 ब्राह्मण you are a perfect brahmana and therefore you are the spiritual master of all orders of life we accept you as our spiritual master and director so that by the power of your austerity we may easily defeat the enemies who have conquered us purport canto 6 chapter 7 text 32 purport by shila prabhupad jai shila prabhupad one must approach a particular type of guru to execute a particular type of duty therefore although vishwarupa was inferior to the demigods the demigods accepted him as their guru to conquer the demons you see it sometimes so happens once in my life when i needed a counselor um marriage counselor that time i asked you know is there any devotee counselor mm. so my mentor had told it does not matter you know uh, if if the counselor is uh, marriage counselor is a uh, devotee or not just like when you are driving in a car if it breaks down we don't look for a devotee mechanic to repair any any religion any caste any nationality doesn't matter he has to be a mechanic who should repair my car like that when you're going for marriage counseling you just have to you know have someone who is exceptionally good at it doesn't matter if the person is devotee or not go for someone professional like that this was i think around uh, around 2000 uh, 
13 or 14, maybe 2014, maybe, um, or 2012, maybe, maybe 2012. So 10 years now. <laughs> that time when I was uh, told by my one mentor to go to one um, devotee counselor, that that devotee counselor suggested us to take some professional marriage counselor like that. So you see, a professional marriage counselor was much inferior uh, with, compared to a devotee. Like if we are practicing devotees and they may, may be even drinking, you know, and may not be following for regulatory principles, forget about chanting. And we have to go to them to take marriage counseling. Means they're not at that level. But what Prabhupada says is for certain things, certain people are specialized. So you have to go to them like that. Demigods were at a higher level. Though, um, though this, um, what is his name, Vishwa, something, Vishwarupa. Though this Vishwarupa Prabhuji was uh, not at the demigods level, was inferior to demigods. But for this particular seva, he was more superior. So they had to accept him as a spiritual master for this one thing of getting back their kingdom. Now, chapter 6, um, Canto 6, chapter 7. Text thirty three. Translation Canto six, chapter seven. Text 33, translation by Srila Prabhupada. The demigods continued, do not fear criticism for being younger than us. Such etiquette does not apply in regarding to Vedic mantras. Except in relation to Vedic mantras, seniority is determined by age, but one may offer respectful obeisances even to a younger person who is advanced in chanting Vedic mantras. Therefore, although you are junior in relationship to us, you may become our priest without hesitation. Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 33, Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. It is said, Vridhatvam Payasavina. One may be senior without being advanced in age. Even if one is not old, one gains seniority. If he is senior in knowledge, Vishwarupa was junior in relationship to the demigods because he was their nephew. But the demigods wanted to accept him as their priest and therefore he would have to accept obeisances from them. The demigods explained that this should not be a cause for hesitation. He could become their priest because he was advanced in Vedic knowledge. Similarly, Chanakya Pandita advises, one may accept education from a member of lower social order. The Brahmanas, the members of the most elevated Varana, are teachers. But a person in a lower family, such as a family of Kshatriyas, Vaishyas or even Shudras, may, accept, may be accepted as a teacher if he has knowledge. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu approved of this when he expressed this opinion before Ramanandaraya. Chaitanya Chaitanya Madhya Lila 
ಇಬ ವಿಪ್ರ ಕಿಬನ್ಯಾಸಿ ಶೂದ್ರ ಕೇನಿ ನಾಯ ಏ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ತತ್ವವೇತ ಸೈ ಗುರು ಹಯ ಇಟ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ವೆದರ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಶೂದ್ರ ಗೃಹಸ್ಥ ಆರ್ ಸನ್ಯಾಸಿ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಡೆಸಿಗ್ನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲಿ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಡೂ ವಿತ್ ಸಚ್ ಡೆಸಿಗ್ನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ಫೋರ್ ಇಫ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಸೈನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ಲೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ಹಿ ಮೇ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಅ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಯು ಸೀಮ್ ಚೇತನ್ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಇಸ್ ಸೇಮ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ವೇರ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಟು ಹೋಮ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಬಾರ್ನ್ ಡು ಯು ನೋ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ದೆನ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಫಿಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಅ ಗುರು ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಸಮನ್ ಎಸ್ ಅ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಇನ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ದೆಮ್ ಒಬೇಸ್ ಆನ್ಸರ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ಎನಿ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ದ ಡಿಮಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ಟು ದೇರ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ವಿಶ್ವರೂಪ ಬೈ ಸೀಂಗ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಹೆಸಿಟೇಟ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಯಂಗರ್ ದೆನ್ ಅಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ ರಿಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಅಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಯಂಗರ್ ದೆನ್ ಅಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಒಬೇಸ್ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಅಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಬೈ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ವೇದಿಕ್ ಮಂತ್ರಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಮೋರ್ ಸೀನಿಯರ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಸೊ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಅಸ್ ಅ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೂ ದ ನೀಡ್ಫುಲ್ ದೆನ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ತರ್ಟಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಋಷಿರ್ ಉಚ ಅಭ್ಯರ್ಥಿಥಸುರಗಣೈ ಪೌರಹಿತಿ ಮಹಾತಪಸ್ತಾನ್ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಸ್ಲಾಕ್ಷಿರ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬಾಯ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭಾತ್ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭಾತ್ ಚುಕದೇವ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಡ್ ವೆನ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಡೆಮಿ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ರಿಕ್ವೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ವಿಶ್ವರೂಪ ಟು ಬಿ ದೀಸ್ಡ್ Vishwarupa, who was advanced in austerities, was very pleased. He replied to them as follows. You see, so far the request has happened. And what's the response? That he is very happy. Vishwarupa is very happy. So how does he respond? Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 35. Shri Vishwarupa Uvacha Vigarhitam Dharma Shilair Brahma Varcha ಉಪವ್ಯಯಂಕಿಶೈರಭಿಯಾರ್ಚಿತ್ರಿಯಾಖ್ಯಾಸ್ಯತಿ the acceptance of priesthood is decried as causing the loss of previously acquired brahminical power how can someone like me refuse to accept your personal request you are all exalted commanders of the entire universe i am your disciple and must take many lessons from you therefore i cannot refuse you i must agree for my own benefit Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 35, Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada. The professions of a qualified Brahmana are Pathana, Pathana, Yajana, Yajana, Dana and Pratigraha. The words Yajana and Yajana mean that a Brahmana becomes the priest of the populace for the sake of their elevation. one who accepts the post of spiritual master neutralizes the sinful reactions of the yajamana the one on whose behalf he performs yajna thus the results of the pious acts previously performed by the priest or spiritual master are diminished therefore priesthood is not accepted by learned brahmanas nevertheless the greatly learned brahmana vishwarupa became the priest of the demigods because of his profound respect for them 
See, this Vishwarupa, though he was fully inclined towards the Asuras, he had great respect for the Devatas. And so out of respect, you see, out of respect and out of love, people will do anything for us. That's why we should be behaving in such a way that we should command respect. Like Devatas commanded respect. We should also be so nice. Nice means see everybody as walking temples because Paramatma is in their hearts. See everybody as walking temples and deal with them very gently and nicely. Then we'll command respect like the Devatas. So they commanded respect. That is why this Vishwarupa was very happy to accept their request. And he even uh, feels that, you know, he has to learn a lot from them. And we knew it in the purport that actually he was inferior to the Devatas. And he's saying that, that I am inferior, you see. I have to learn things from you. So um, another thing is Prabhupada is saying was something very interesting, probably. Uh, we are getting to know it now that um, generally the Brahmanas, learned Brahmanas, they don't want to become a priest. Why? Because when somebody is coming with problems due to their sins and these Brahmanas are agreeing to do some puja for them or yajna for them, what happens is these Brahmanas' merit of whatever they have done will all be gone in when when their uh, when their parties um, uh, you know problems are getting solved their sins are getting burnt this brahmana's piety also will get burnt when he becomes a um, uh, what to say yajna karta for the candidates for the party who has approached him so that's why Prabhupada is saying one who accepts the post of spiritual master not only that, in even our spiritual masters, when they accept us as disciple, our sins will be burnt, you know. But it is told that, see, because spiritual master neutralizes the sinful reactions of the yajamana. Party means yajamana term is used here. The one whose behalf he performs yajna. So the results of the pious acts previously performed by the priest or spiritual master are diminished. So a spiritual master sometimes has to suffer for the sins of the disciple. We hear such sentences, right? This is the explanation. That, um, that because the, the sins of the yajamana or the disciple or the shishya, you know, will be neutralized during the yajna. That's why he was... Um, you know, telling them that this problem is there, but I still accept you because I greatly respect you. Then, Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 36. Akinchananam hi dhanam shilonchanam tineha nirvartita sadhu satkriya katam vigrahyam nukaromi adishwaraha paurodhasam prishyatiyena durmatihi Kendo 6, Chapter 7, Text 36, Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. O exalted governors of various planets, the true Brahmana who has no material possessions maintains himself by the profession of accepting. Silonchana. In other words, he picks up the grains left in the field and on the ground in the wholesale marketplace. By this means, householder Brahmanas who actually abide by the principles of austerity and penance, maintain themselves and their families, and perform all necessary pious activities. A Brahmana who desires to achieve happiness by gaining wealth 
through professional priesthood must certainly have a very low mind how shall i accept such priesthood canto 6 chapter 7 text 36 purport by shila propad a first class brahmana does not accept any rewards from his disciples or yajamanas practicing austerities and penances he instead goes into the agricultural field and collects food grains left by the agriculturists to be collected by brahmanas similarly such brahmanas go to market places where the grains are purchased and sold wholesale and there they collect the grains left by the merchants in this way such exalted brahmanas maintain their bodies and families such priests never demand anything from their disciples to live in opulence imitating kshatriyas or vaishyas in other words a pure brahmana voluntarily accepts a life of poverty and lives in the complete dependence on the mercy of the lord not very many years ago in uh, a brahmana in krishnanagara near navadvipa was offered some help from local zamindar vraja krishna chandra the brahmana refused to accept the help he said that since he was very happy in his householder life taking the rice given by his disciples and cooking vegetables of tamarind leaves there was no question of taking help from the zamindar the conclusion is that although the brahmana may receive much opulence from his disciples he should not utilize the rewards of his priesthood for his personal benefit he must use them for the service of supreme personality of god so i remember prabhupad's um, one particularly like in only paraphrase it prabhupad said to his disciples in a class i like my disciples with a stomach full of prasad and pockets empty means he said that that all your pockets wealth you give me and i will give you prasad now why did he say that is because he wanted to use that wealth to build temples for his own disciples preaching purposes so um so what does that mean is a krishna conscious person knows how to use everything how to dovetail everything in krishna's service dovetailing means like joining <clears throat> joining i have a desire for sense gratification and i have to fulfill krishna's desires so i fulfill i connect my sense desires to krishna's desires and i make a you know dovetail carpenters do that fixing of two wood and make a joint the dovetailing so dovetailing means whatever you if 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 i like to eat pasta i know krishna does not have pasta in his list in the shastras but because i love it and because it is not having onion and garlic it's not having meat i cook it without onion garlic without meat and i offer it because i love to eat i first offer it to krishna and then if i give it love krishna will accept and then i eat as prasad if i love to sing and dance you know if i was doing that in the past if i have a habit of singing and dancing now i cannot sing those songs and i cannot dance those dances means then i should start learning to sing kirtans and i should learn how to dance in front of the lord and i should sing and dance for the lord this is dovetailing my desires so like that you know prabhupad always um you know um took wealth 
and he used it to serve Krishna better, to give better facilities for Krishna by uh, giving Krishna more beautiful dresses, more beautiful ornaments, more beautiful worship standards, uh, more beautiful offerings to the Lord, and more nicer facilities to the guests. He said, give five-star facility to our life members. You know, Take money from them, give them some books, give them five-star facilities and, and try to cultivate them, You know, motivate them to become Krishna conscious like that. So we Krishna conscious um, practitioners, we don't reject anything. We, if, if anything comes to us, then we either give it to the temple or we use it in Krishna's and devotee's service. So, here in this particular purport, Prabhupada is saying how a person, you know, uh, rejected wealth from his disciple because he didn't want to use anything for his maintenance. So Prabhupada also never used anything for his maintenance. He had the same simple shoes throughout. He had the same simple kurta, dhoti throughout. Um, but he had very opulent temples, opulent prasad given to the devotees who come to the temple. All the standards were made in a very opulent way. Um, be it cleanliness, it was heights. Be it timings, it was perfect. Be it prasad quality, it was the most palatable, most rich, like that. But for himself, everything was simple. He was very simple. His, his table also, he did not change. Prabhupada adjusted, sitting down on the floor and writing on the table. So um, it was a low table. He would sit on the floor and write. He never changed so much of wealth, but he didn't improve his facilities. Um, he was satisfied with whatever little, but he gave everything to Krishna. So yes, so we go to the, um, so that's what Prabhupada is saying that, you know, uh, these spiritual masters or the one who preaches, you know, uh, anyone, Either the, those who, whoever preaches Bhagavad Kata, they do Bhagavad Saptahas and they charge 30,000, 50,000, even in India, unfortunately. So Prabhupada says um, again and again that one who charges, um, you know, for Bhagavad Saptaha and things like that, then his classes will never be uh, transforming the hearts of the students. We should never try to make money out of teaching Bhagavatam. If you're thinking of making money, if you're thinking of how I can... Um, maintain my family, maintain myself, maintain my needs by getting money out of this Bhagavatam classes, then that is not going to help. So that's what is told here that, you know, the spiritual masters or, um, or Brahmanas generally, we should not, they should not demand and take a fee, you know, and if something comes on its own accord, then it should be used rightly, not for increasing our lifestyle, but for increasing Krishna's opulent worship, but for increasing prasadam distribution, but for increasing book distribution and giving money to build, um, you know, temples, help in building temples and things like that. Means anything that comes for our teaching of Bhagavatam, like in Bhagavat Saptaha, not in this kind of class. I'm, I mean, when I say our Bhagavatam means when people do Bhagavat Saptaha, Saptaha is not our concept. Bhagavatam has to happen daily, like how it happens in everyday chant group. So, um, so when people take the responsibility of completing full Bhagavad 12 cantos in seven days, then they charge very highly. They are very professional, but it's not professional, but not transformational. You know, professional reciters who charge can never be transformational. And transformation does not happen. Even through those devotees who don't charge it, it happens by Krishna's mercy. 
the speaker has to be very sincere like shukadev goswami and students has to be very sincere like parikshit maharaj if if teacher is putting heart and prayerfully reciting and if the student is putting heart and um, devotionally listening with faith then the transformation will happen you know krishna will do the needful transformation will happen but um, this charging business is not approved again in this purport means even if the money comes don't use it for our um, eating or our dress or our things but use it in krishna's service like that okay to 6 chapter 7 text 37 tathapina pratibhruyam guru bi prartitam kiyat bhavatam prartitam sarvam pranair artaischa sadhi sadhaye kento 6 chapter 7 text 38 translation bashila prabhat chaishila prabhat all of you are my superiors therefore although accepting priesthood is sometimes reprochable i cannot refuse even a small request from you i agree to be your priest i shall fulfill your request by dedicating my life and possessions so you see he actually was not so happy to do that previously he said that no matter whatever it is you know uh, if i have to uh, accept professional priesthood then i must be of very low mind how can i accept it he says but then he says but still you are my superiors do i should not be accepting now by accepting if i am going to lose why forget about losing my um, tapasya potencies you forget i will dedicate my life and all my possessions only for your sake i have that much respect for you i'll do anything for you disciples should be like that you know we should be ready to do anything for guru and krishna anything and and vishrupa says that all these devatas are like his gurus so he says i should learn from you i have respect for you you are asking therefore i will dedicate my life and possessions this mood we all must cultivate we must pray to krishna we cannot cultivate on our own for anything to cultivate we need krishna's blessings and guru's blessings so we should beg krishna and guru that may we also get this mood of dedicating our life and our possessions to the service of spiritual master in krishna now canto 6 chapter 7 text 38 shri badarayanair uvacha padarayair padar padarayanir uvacha tibya evam pratishrutya vishwarupo mahatapaha paurahityam prutas chakre parameena samadhina canto 6 chapter 7 text 38 translation by shila prapat jay shila prapat Sri Shukadev Goswami continued, O King, after making this promise to the demigods, the exalted Vishwarupa, surrounded by the demigods, performed the necessary priestly activities with great enthusiasm and attention. Canto six, chapter seven, text thirty-eight, purport by Shila Prabhupada, Jai Shri Prabhupada. The word samadhina is very important. Samadhi means complete absorption with an undiverted mind. Vishwarupa. who was the most learned brahmana not only accepted the request of the demigods but took their request seriously and performed the activities of priesthood with an undiverted mind in other words he accepted the priesthood not for material gain but to profit the demigods such is the duty of a priest the word pura means family and hita means benefit 
Thus, the word Purohita indicates the priest is the well-wisher of the family. Another meaning of the word Pura is first. The priest's first duty is to see that his disciples benefit spiritually, materially, by all means. Then he is satisfied. A priest should never be interested in performing Vedic rituals for his personal benefit. So this is a very uh, important point now. Again, you know, if we take up the responsibility of teaching or doing yajna or take up the responsibility of becoming a spiritual master or a mentor or a purohita, then we should do anything and everything as a service to please Guru and Krishna by taking utmost care of the people who have come under us. Just like parents take all risks and they put their heart into bringing up their children in a very nice way, according to their understanding. Same way, a spiritual master or a purohita or a preacher or a mentor in ISKCON, we should put our heart into doing this duty of giving our best to those who come to us. Because our first duty has to benefit. First duty will be to benefit the people who are coming to us. And without looking for what's in for me, no. The, the more we put our heart into Srimad Bhagavatam and teach, what comes is the most blessing comes for the speaker of Bhagavatam. Automatically it comes. So we should be happy with that. And we should do everything possible to help the people who are coming to us. And that is what is told here. I wish to go a little fast because we have very little to complete the chapter. Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 39. Suradvisham Shriyam Guptam Ashunasyapi Vidyaya Achidhyadan Mahindraya Vaishnavya Vidyaya Vibhu. Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 939. Translation by Srila Prabhupada. The opulence of the demons, who are generally known as the enemies of the demigods, was protected by the talents and tactics of Shukracharya by Pat Vishwarupa, who was most powerful, composed a protective prayer known as the Narayan Kavacha. By this intelligent mantra, he took away the opulence of the demons and gave to gave it to Mahindra, the king of heaven. Canto 6, chapter 7. Text 39, Papad Bhashila Prabhupada. Prabhupada. The distinction between demigods and the demons, the devatas and the asuras, is that the demigods are the devotees of Lord Vishnu, whereas the demons are the devotees of demigods like Lord Shiva, Goddess Kali, and Goddess Durga. Sometimes the demons are also devotees of Lord Brahma. For example, Hiranyakashipu was a devotee of Lord Brahma. Ravana was a devotee of Lord Shiva. Mahishasura was a devotee of Goddess Durga. The demigods are devotees of Lord Vishnu. Vishnu Bhakta Daiva. Whereas the demons, Asuras, Tad Viparyaya, are always against the Vishnu Bhaktas or Vaishnavas. To oppose the Vaishnavas, the demons become devotees of Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, Kali, Durga and so on. In the days of yore, many long years ago, there was animosity between the Devas and the Asuras and the same spirit still continues. For the devotees of Lord Shiva and Goddess Durga are always envious of Vaishnavas who are devotees of Lord Vishnu. The strain between the devotees of Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu 
has always existed. In the higher planetary systems, fights between the demons and the demigods continue for a long, long time. Herein, we see that Vishwarupa made for the demigods a protective covering saturated with the Vishnu Mantra. Sometimes the Vishnu Mantra is called Vishnu Jwara and the Shiva Mantra is called Shiva Jwara. We find in Shastras, sometimes the Shiva Jwara and Vishnu Jwara are employed in the fights between the demons and the demigods. The word Suradvisham, which in this verse means of the enemies of the demigods, also refers to the atheists. Srimad Bhagavatam elsewhere says that Lord Buddha appeared for the purpose of bewildering the demons or the atheists. Supreme Personality of God always awards his benediction to devotees. Lord himself confirms this in Bhagavad Gita 9, chapter verse 31. Kaunteya pratijanihi name bhakta pranashati. O son of Kunti, declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. So that's the point that um, devatas or demons are always against one another. His devotees are, of course, uh, demigods are, of course, not against the demons, but demons are going against demigods. So they will have to defend themselves, you know, they will have to protect themselves. So if we got to know that how demons are always going to Durga or Shiva or Kali or Brahma and asking for favors. Whereas the devatas always go to Lord, they go to Lord Brahma, they go to Lord Shiva, but mainly they know that Vishnu is above all. And finally, they all go to Lord Vishnu. So they are Vishnu worshippers. They are mixed bhaktas. They are not pure devotees, but they are Vishnu worshippers, these devatas. So there's always, and since they, demons are always against the Vishnu worshippers, always. So they are against, I mean, they, since they are always against Vishnu, they're against Vishnu worshippers also. So whenever there's a fight, Prabhupada says how they use Vishnu Jwara and Shiva Jwara weapons, you know, the mantras. They used to fight against one another. And then Prabhupada concludes by saying that Lord Krishna always takes care of his devotees. Means after all the fight, what is the consequence? If there's a curiosity, then the Prabhupada is answering that the consequence is Vishnu devotees only are going to be winners. Not the atheists who are against Vishnu or not the demons who are against Vishnu. No matter whose help the demons take to become very powerful, finally, it's Vishnu worshippers who are going to be victorious. The last verse, the time is up, but I just take another one more minute, uh, one and a half, two minutes. 10 to 6, chapter 7, text 40. Yaya Gupta Sahasrakshu Chikye Surachamur Vibhu Tampraha Samahendraya Vishwarupa Udaradhi Canto 6, Chapter 7, Text 40 Translation By Srila Prabhupada Jai Srila Prabhupada Vishwarupa, who was most liberal, spoke to King Indra, Sahasraksha, the secret hymn that protected Indra and conquered the military power of the demons. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to the sixth canto, seventh chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Indra Offense Spiritual Master Brahaspati. So it concludes with uh, Vishwarupa not only performing Narana Kavacha and giving it to uh, the Devatas, especially to Indra. And uh, uh, it helps, this particular mantra help to steal the, the the opulence of the demons, especially 
the military power. That's why it's told here, conquered the military power of the demons. So now the demons were victorious. Now, mm, being the devotees of Vishnu, devatas um, through Vishwarupa, you know, it's not Vishwarupa. It's actually, he's also framing Narayan Kavacha. He's also teaching them to depend on Narayana. So finally, uh, even, even if you worship devatas, whatever devatas give, to the devatas to give that, Vishnu only has to give. Bhagavad Gita says that. Whatever devatas are giving gifts also by worshipping devatas, that gift is coming because devatas are empowered to give that by Lord Vishnu. So now directly if you worship Lord Vishnu, you know, and surrender to Lord Vishnu with Narayan Kavachan, then definitely we will be victorious. And that's what this particular um, verse is. And I've heard that some astrologers also tell um, the suffering people with their horoscope, they tell them to do Narayan Kavacha, to come out of their weak-mindedness, to come out of their um, indecisive mentalities, to come out of their uh, all other uh, weaknesses. They tell them to take three times bath and to three times Narayan Kavacha reading. So this Narayan Kavacha is coming from Srimad Bhagavatam. It was, it was um, made by our Vishwarupa and it was given to King Indra. So you see, composed, see, Vishwarupa, it was told in 39th verse, right? So, but Vishwarupa was most powerful, composed a protective prayer known as Narayan Kavacha. So by this intelligent mantra, he took away the opulence of the demons and gave it to Mahendra, the king of heaven, you see. It was composed and uh, this mantra was given um, to King Indra and Indra had to start um, chanting it. So the next chapter is going to be the Narayan Kavacha shield, which will be continued by the next speaker. Uh, and uh, today I have to keep it very short. I will be able to speak to you all only next 10 minutes. So if you have any questions, um, if the questions are short, I can take two questions. If the questions will take time, it will be only one question today. So anybody who has... Um, um, very urgent um, time, you know, question you can ask now. Uh, and I'm open to your comments. And uh, I'm very happy that this time it was a video session. So I could show myself to you. And I know you won't be able to show yourself to me because it's early morning hours. So thank you so much for joining the call and uh, participating in this Bhagavatam and giving me an opportunity to purify myself. Um, any questions or any comments? You are now most welcome. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji Dandat Pranam. Our gracious Prabhu. Oh, so nice to see you, Prabhu. So nice to see you. First time I'm seeing in my life. Partha Prabhu. Thank you so much. Please tell me. Yes, sir, please tell me. I'm asking, and the question is, it was such a nice class. Uh, you know, uh, uh, covered many verses and uh, nicely explained uh, with your sastic knowledge as well as references <coughs> from uh, uh, other uh, readings that you had. Thank you for kind association. I have a question uh, regarding the in the chapter 17 in Bhagavad Gita, it is said that um, the in people in the mode of goodness, they worship the devatas. People in the mode of um, passion, they worship the uh, demons. And people in the mode of ignorance, they worship uh, ghosts and spirits. 
<clears throat> and we know that comparing uh, chapter 16 and chapter 14, and that uh, uh, demons are in, in the mode of uh, passion and ignorance. Whereas uh, the, um, uh, um, devotee means minimum he has to be in Satagun. <clears throat> Uh, or above. So, uh, so is it like, um, uh, so why is it say uh, here now we are coming to know that um, uh, Vishnu Vakta Smita Deva uh, or Surat Advifarjaya? That means the Vishnu Vaktas are uh, Devotas are Vishnu Vaktas and Asuras are uh, opposite, uh, some others. So, um, uh, so the other demigods like Siva, Brahma, Ka, uh, uh, so they they are worshipped by demi uh, they are uh, so as per the chapter seventeen verse. So if somebody is worshipping them, they are also supposed to be in mode of goodness, aren't they? Uh, because brahmanas worship devatas. You are asking that way. Yeah, satogun people in the mode of satogun they are worship the devatas. So that way um, there is something like a confusion. Um, uh, between uh, the devatas also becoming satagun. Uh, sorry, and the asuras also uh, by the chapter seventeen definition is uh, becoming uh, uh, satagun or, uh, but they are not, <laughs> not in that right. And <clears throat> so, this, is there a different meaning to that um, chapter seventeen verse saying that the uh, devata? Uh, sorry, the people in the mode of goodness uh, worship the. And demigods. Maybe their uh, mood is uh, mood is to please uh, Lord Vishnu. Uh, in that way, they worship the devatas as pa parts of Lord Vishnu's uh, body. That way. Uh, See, Prabhu, now your question is: uh, whatever to whatever extent I have understood and whatever extent I have learned in Bhakti Shastri course, I will tell you. Now, Brahmanas are worshipping, they're in mode of Satoguna. Does not mean that they don't have Rajas and Tamas. They also have some percentage of Rajas and Tamas. But most of their heart is uh, Satoguna and they worship the Devatas. Okay. Now, these demigods are uh, worshipping not all Devatas. If they're worshipping all the Devatas, Brahmanas worship all the Devatas and they worship Krishna also. But Deva, demigods, uh, demons, they don't worship all the demigods. They fight with all the demigods. And they, they're very choosy, you know, uh, about only Shiva, because he's very bola, you know. He will give anything, they ask. Uh, Shiva or Brahma or Durga, only these people. They don't worship all others, like Indra, Chandra, or anybody. No, they don't worship. Um but in second canto, in the third chapter of Bhagavatam, uh, it is told, you know, from the, uh, I think, uh, second, third verse or something like that, you know, it is told very clearly that if you have mind, you know, you want mind under control, you worship the moon. If you want a strong body, you worship Mother Earth. If you want uh, to be very learned man, you worship Shiva. Like this, if you want to worship Devata worship, or for all the various requirements, it is told whom you should worship for what. Okay, But what these demons are doing, they are not worshipping everybody. They are fighting with everybody. You know, And if you want uh, to be uh, very strong in sex life, you worship Indra. 
and if you want uh, you know to have a um, uh, lot of grains i think you should worship uh, some aditi and uh, uh, if you want uh, i think heavenly kingdom you know you should worship aditi's sons like this you know for different things but see indra is also to be worshiped but are the demons worshiping no so so just because they are worshiping shiva it does not mean they are in sattva guna they are worshiping out of their tamasic mentality of uh, harming the uh, vishnu bhaktas and to harm the devatas so uh, it's not that in it's in general it's in general like when we say brahmanas means sattva guna but that does not mean brahmanas does not have rajoguna or tamoguna they also have if if they didn't have dronacharya would not have put a this you know oath that i will uh, you know ensure that uh, you will be uh, what say some something with drupata you know he got angry and he said that i will uh, ensure that you will get tied and something like that you know i will ensure that you will be defeated by my disciples means he would not have got angry only dronacharya being a brahmana he was always satvik he would not have got angry he would not have taken a oath he would not have maintained that anger till he cultivated the pandavas and till he sent uh, till he ensured that drupada was tried tied and dragged on the floor no means even brahmanas do have uh, this uh, negative modes like uh, tamoguna and rajaguna uh, influencing them but majorly uh, generally they are having sattvaguna and they are worshiping the um devatas um but uh, these demons they are uh, worshiping vishnu not out of satoguna uh, sorry vishnu la sorry um, they are worshiping lord shiva or brahma not out of satoguna but out of their own uh, maybe rajoguna or whatever you know like our hiranyakashipu with so much of discipline early morning always standing on one leg uh you know and praying with the hands up what austerity he did you know uh, more more powerful austerity than any good brahmana he did that but that does not mean he was in shuddha sattva because his whole goal was to uh, you know to defeat all the good people you know to 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 dethrone um, the the, uh, the the demigods and to control with his moving of the eyebrows he wanted to control uh, surya dev and uh, climate he wanted to change according to his uh, expectation is all very rajasik you know uh, so um, so whatever you are asking question and whatever uh, i have learnt actually uh, if i uh, if you understand what i told then maybe you will get some answer to your question means it they worshiping uh, the asuras worshiping um, um lord shiva or mother durga does not mean they are doing it because of satvaguna they are doing because of their evil intentions but yes um sometimes they worship um them thinking that they can be more powerful than vishnu also they are having a lot of knowledge they know that vishnu is powerful uh, supreme but still um they think that if i can still defeat vishnu and if i can become vishnu and if somebody can give me that power this kind of uh, less intelligent thoughts they have and uh, they approach but beyond that i don't know prabhu this much yeah, only yeah. i know i think that is correct ma yeah i think that is correct because yeah <clears throat> but is first is that they are not fully purified 
and there have some the brahmanas have a mixed uh, though lesser lesser degree of uh, rajasik tamasik and second is that, that they worship all whereas the, um, the and their intention is to please vishnu as they worship the uh, demigods as parts and parcels of vishnu's body and then uh, second is this um, on the demon side uh, they have for a part, particular purpose thinking that they will uh, use those benefits for their own uh, rather um, i mean thinking that they are uh, i mean they are giver of their benefit and they do not surrender to any supreme authority they use a transactional purpose like give and take no surrender i think not yeah. only that that basmasura he told whoever i touch the head you know they should become destroyed with shiva and when shiva said he is going to test on shiva only let me test whether it will work i'll touch your head what is this what respect he has for shiva it's like use and throw yeah use and throw he's yeah. just uh, taking and uh, not respecting so their worship even if they are approaching demigods it is they are worshiping out of their own lower modes it is not out of satyaguna at least as you said devatas are doing things to please lord also not always they also want their uh, <laughs> their position to be intact and all that uh, you know but at least they are mixed it they want their profit and they also want to please the lord so that is very nice um, they are in satyaguna you know they are having some 68% of uh, whatever i forgot attributes that we are supposed to have lord is having 100% we have uh, krishna is having 100% and uh, uh, lord rama is having some 96% or something like that we have learned right that 64 qualities uh, krishna 100%. is having and rama having 60 qualities like that we have uh, still lesser you know yeah, maximum yeah. tatva means maximum 50 yeah so something like that yeah, so um yes so shiva shiva has more than us 55 ah, yes that's it so thank you prabhu you are a nice uh, dictionary for me spiritual <laughs> dictionary <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much prabhu thank you so much for uh, this nice uh, darshan of yours and the question and the discussion